This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Ah. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. Ah. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. Ah. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Welcome to Goodfellas Minute 135. I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care This is Goodfellas Minute 135. <laughs> The only podcast where we analyze the Martin Scorsese film one De Niro down pointing table tapping gesture at a time. So that's good. Oh. Well, that's Matt Gorley. He's our special guest. <laughs> I'm Connor Kilpatrick. I'm here with Ron Richards. Hello. And Josh Flanagan. Minute 134 starts with a little more quiet conversation at the dinner and it ends with, I'm going to go ahead with an English muffin. <laughs> Wait, I had the number wrong? God damn it. Yeah, it's 135. <laughs> Actually, that was me who got it wrong. Oh, good. <laughs> so let's quickly talk about the, the English muffin. Let's get that out of the way. The uh, fun fact okay. for this minute is that the English muffin was invented by Samuel Bath in 1880. He had moved from Plymouth, England to New York City, opened a bakery on 163 9th Avenue, and wow. started selling these muffins that were thinner than normal, and then he started cutting them in half and then baking them like that so that you could easily pull them apart. And they became the English muffins. I didn't hear England in anywhere in that. He was from Plymouth, England. Well. So it's like basically the, like same, log- the same logic that we apply to our mafia names to right. the English muffin. They're like, well, well, he's from England. Call it an English muffin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tommy Muffins. Tommy Muffins. Sammy Muffins. Sammy Muffins. Well, that was his name. Save it. <laughs> Save it. So that's your fun fact. That's where the English muffin came from. I love an English muffin. Me too. I, ha- I, I literally have not had an English muffin for maybe 20 years. I have to stop myself from eating an entire package of English muffins. Oh, I want one right now so yeah, bad. So bad. <laughs> I have English muffins that are like four feet away from me. I, I, oh. I can make one right now. Oh, don't. Here's the problem with the English muffin. Yeah. The fancy ones, the whole wheat ones, the healthier ones, cost twice as much as just the regular white bread ones. Which yeah. tastes better, so you just buy the cheap ones that taste better anyway. That's the problem with yeah. food in general. That's it is. Right, we've solved that. Why don't we talk about this movie instead? All right. <laughs> this is the moment that Josh, you started alluding to yesterday, in yesterday's minute, where after talking, in yesterday's minute, after talking to Henry about his case for about maybe 10 seconds, Jimmy goes into the story about how there's a kid who's going to rat him out, and he's hiding out of Florida, and then he says, will you go down and take care of him? Is that what he means by pointing down? It's so specific. He means Florida? Yeah. <laughs> South is it's down like, to him. <laughs> I know, yeah. Like, he's, I think I could not put that together. Why is he tapping the table and pointing down? Like, so specifically, like, he's under the table right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's where Florida is, though. Florida's down. It's south. Yeah, uh, I know. It's not coming to Canada. Yeah. Uh, I, I so, like to point out that that's another good Jimmy Conway hand gesture right there. Yeah, we yes, thought it was it done. Yeah. It's yeah, no, is, yeah. So Henry is concerned about this because in all their years of working together, Jimmy has never asked Henry to do a hit. And here he's asking him to take somebody out. And we get the freeze frame 
we get two freeze frames. We get freeze two, frame right in a row on Jimmy, and then freeze frame on Henry, where Henry says, "That's when I realized that I would never come back from Florida. Like that's when they were going to kill him." This actually happened. This is true to the book. Jimmy and Henry did meet up, and Jimmy told Henry that he wanted him to go to Florida. It wasn't to. It it, it was it was less about whacking somebody and more about making money down there. But what was interesting was that it wasn't so much the going to the going to Florida that got Henry upset. It was the fact that Jimmy and Henry were meeting, and he says, "I go down to Florida. We'll meet on Wednesday at this bar to talk about it." And it was a bar in Sunnyside on Queens Boulevard, owned by Charlie the Jap. So there you go. And, it's okay uh, if he's saying somebody else's nickname, right? I know. <laughs> Mostly. And, and, and what nationality was he? <laughs> He was, I, think he was, I think he was Scandinavian. Um, okay. so, so to quote Henry from the book Wise Guy directly, he says, I'd never heard of the place. I've been operating with Jimmy for 25 years. We've been in a thousand bars together in Queens. We spent six years in the can together, and suddenly he wants to meet me in a bar I've never seen before. Right. So it was less about going to Florida, more in real life. It was about Jimmy want to have a meeting at a strange bar, and Henry knew that that's when they were going to do it, you know, try to whack him. If he could figure it out that easily, why would Jimmy have – it does seem like a Jimmy's little not, obvious – Jimmy's not very subtle. That's Jimmy's true. not good at this. Yeah, this part. He's not a scalpel. He's a sledgehammer. Yeah. Jimmy's really good at things that are direct. Right. Yep. Steal that truck. Okay. Kill that guy. You got it. <laughs> Does um, who has to be sort of like subtle? He can't. He can't. He can't do it. Can't have it. Yeah. Can't. I can't have it. I can't have it. I can't have it. Can't do it. I can't have it. I'm sorry. I'm improvising, but I can't have it. I can't have it. Can't do it. I can't have it. I can't do it. I cannot have it. I won't do it. I can't. I feel have like it. out of everybody, you're the one who's the most close to ruining this movie for us. <laughs> Can I have it? The answer is no. Um, I can't. I can't. I can't do it. It can't be can't done. It. There's no way. What's the matter with you? <laughs> so, it's so that's also really fun to do. So he'll also be ruining the show just because we will get into that tick mode. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm making the face again. <laughs> Me too. Ron, which Anthony was he going to send him down with? Stabile. Stabile. Yes, is Stabile still alive? He made it through the Lufthansa purge? Yes, it's Anthony Stabile. That's who I can never remember when the DA played Henry the tapes of Jimmy and Angelo Seppi. And I know he always says, and somebody else? It's been Stabile. Hmm. It was always Stabile. What happens to Stabile all along? What's his oh, fate? That's a good question. Yeah, that was yeah. way back in like minute 12. Oh. <laughs> I don't. Anthony Stabile is like he he he's kind of like the Forrest Gump of uh, of the of the crew. I feel <laughs> like you know he gets he gets a lot. He's heavily featured in the book, yes. but he's sort of a footnote in the movie. So I don't know. Well, so it's so it's important to note that he uh, he died in 1985. Yep, and he was basically in 1985. He was found shot in the head, gangland execution style, in the trunk of his burning Cadillac in Prospect Park, Brooklyn. Yeah, in the park. So, yeah, not only did they shoot him. But then they put him in the car and lit the car on fire. Jeez. <laughs> he was also a Gambino. He wasn't part of the Lucchese's like they were. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Mm. But he was also, if the spider incident actually happened, he was at the card game. Mm. Anthony Stabile, ladies and gentlemen. Shane? Shane? Does- Whoa, Anthony. He's a big boy. Sorry. <laughs> I just say that. And now, and now it's like 135 episodes to where we just start randomly quoting the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never stopped in my head. We're so close to the end. 
<laughs> we we're gonna we're gonna get to that point where we don't talk about the movie and we just say lines from it. You remember when he did this? That's gonna be the credits episode. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the question: If Jimmy doesn't overplay his hand here, does he not actually blow it and get to kill Henry? And I have another question: If this is in fact true that Jimmy's gonna kill him here, does that mean that Karen's paranoia is founded? Like she was gonna be killed there, or had he decided that after she came to visit? Well, he spurned her about the dresses, so everybody's fucked. Man. Maybe that's what set it off. He just was so upset she wouldn't take the dresses that uh, he's he, gonna... he went out of his way to have these dresses ready for her. He knew she was gonna nah. 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 He had a, he had a, he had to clear out an area in the swag storage <laughs> for them and and so when she just took off without even it was a, it was a rude takeoff, so now everybody has to die. Yeah. It's it wasn't Lufthansa. It was the tough world. <laughs> Ron, what are your thoughts? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I love how you just want to give them the benefit of the doubt every chance you can. Yeah, I, I, they were just hardworking guys. That's all they are. Let's. <laughs> does he want? Okay, okay, okay. Does he want? Does he want to kill Henry, or does it upset I, him? No, when, I when think Tommy died. He was very upset about it. No, no, no. Okay, so so here's the thing. He want he he has to kill Henry. He knows he has to kill Henry because any time anyone has ever threatened Jimmy in any capacity, He's he dead. has killed them. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah. I think the minute that happens, he's already dead to him, so killing him doesn't affect him anymore because he already is turned to the dark side and, like, it's almost an affront to him. But is Jimmy in danger? So say that Henry... Wait, though. Say Henry doesn't feel threatened. Henry's a stand-up guy. Henry's not going to turn. They don't think he is. Like, like Paulie doesn't think he is. Right. So is it Jimmy's paranoia that forces Henry's hand? That's what I mean. That's, that's the extension of this. So if Jimmy doesn't, doesn't try to kill Henry, or at least doesn't start to try to kill Henry, does Henry turn? No. I don't know. I don't know. He's looking at serious There's something time. about when, when Jimmy knows he's all messed up on drugs when he delivers those guns, and he's like, what's going on with you? You know, I think yeah, he senses mouth. something mush different. Head. Yeah. Well, yeah and, and, before, and, and again, I keep going back to the tapes that the DA played for Henry when he was in jail, right. was that those recordings of Jimmy and Angelo Seppi and, and Anthony Stabile talking about whacking Henry happened before the arrest. Yeah, I think he'd kill him, and I think I'm going hard for the Karen dies hashtag. Wow, I don't, th- I, I don't think I wait. I, you guys have to is, vote this episode. Is Karen? But Karen, Karen lives. That's if she dies there that day. That's not if he was going to kill her at all. So you're saying he had planned to kill her that day? Yeah, that's that's where wow. I'm seventy percent on that side. I feel like I've lost somebody who was on my side. Wow. Oh shit! All right, I'm back. She <laughs> lives. <laughs> nope, she's gone. she lives. No, but Ron, those those tapes, that's real life stuff. I can't do it. That's real life, yeah. So from the movie perspective. I can't do it. I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) He's caught in a De Niro loop. I can't can't do it. I can't get out. None of us can touch him. It's remote. I can't. You call my my girlfriend, tell her to come in a room. I can't do it. I can't do it. Listen, sweetheart. (laughs) So, Ron, not, not counting the tapes, which don't exist in the film world. Right. In this world. Do you think Henry still turns, even if they don't try to whack him? Uh, he's looking no, at serious think... time this time. He's not just going in for a few years for whatever right. he did before. This is drug trafficking at a big level, interstate drug right. trafficking. He's got right. no money. Right. They're not going to take care of his kids. Yeah. He already, right? He's already said, Karen, we're dead. Right. Yeah. Okay, without that, though, 
does he believe in the code? Is there anybody? Clearly, he doesn't. Right. Well, I'm going to say, is there anybody who actually believes in the code to their own detriment? Mm. Like, so when they're confronted, because it seems like when a lot of these guys get to the part where they're pinned up against the wall, then all of a sudden, nah, the code's bullshit. You can rat. At least, you know, they think for themselves they have to. You know who didn't? Billy Bats. Well, he died. Mm. No, but he did. He did. Oh, yeah, he did his time. Yeah, he did his time, and now he wants what's come. What's what, what should be coming to him? You know what? Kind of don't blame him. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, well, I, I think that's another example of the dissolution of the mafia. You know, nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties, as we got into the eighties, and drugs become apparent. You know, killing made guys. You know, just like the the, the breakdown of the system uh, if the mafia well, existed. Yeah. You had different guys because everyone prior to that were, you know, they were like World War II vets. They'd been through all of that stuff. Right. As you get into the later generations, they they weren't. Yeah. They weren't. They'd have the same sense of. Uh, I want to say almost community. Like because earlier they were they were Italians. They were not even. You know, they weren't like Americans in the same sense. They only had each other, so that meant more. They were mustache Pete's. Yeah. <laughs> they were mustache Pete's. <laughs> but uh, you know, but I going back to the original question. I think that Jimmy tips his hand to Henry. And that helps put Henry over about turning uh, witness because he realized he's got no other chance. I'm more fascinated by how Henry has been able to stay alive. Yeah. Where, where like no one has been safe from Jimmy over the years, like not even his best friend. And somehow Henry has been able to avoid this wrath. I think that, that's more amazing than anything. So does that indicate, well, A, he knows Jimmy really well. So if anybody was going to, I mean, Tommy would be the only other one. Maybe Anthony's to be able, but we don't spend any significant time with him. He knows Jimmy well enough that he could avoid that, or or does that indicate that Jimmy is reticent in some way? Ah, this is this is a gray area, isn't it? Great, well, yeah, it really. Is. His skill seems to be staying alive. I mean, the, you know, he lived for many decades after this, after yeah. having given up an entire crew. Yeah, he just may be good at it, or maybe they're bad at it. Yeah, maybe their reputation is larger than it actually is. When he went on to do all this like the book and everything just everyone was dead or incarcerated at that point that he didn't feel threatened i don't understand because wasn't jimmy conway still in jail and you think he would yep. still have some reach to get him it was pretty yep. bold well you, you well but the thing is at that point he was in jail for at least five years and what have we learned is when they go to jail everything falls apart and they lose their power yeah yeah plus jimmy would call up and he would say Hey Henry, can you come to this abandoned warehouse so we can talk about your legal issues? There won't be any guns for killing you. And I can't go, all right, fine. Just he's not subtle. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's a good question, Connor, as to whether or not Henry, if this doesn't happen, if Henry doesn't turn. I still think he does. Everybody make the yeah. call. So, Connor, all you right. think he turns? Ron? Hashtag Henry turns. Hashtag Henry turns. Hashtag Henry doesn't. I I think Henry turns. Between Paulie and Jimmy, he was dead. So. He was done. He was done. Yep. I think he turns anyway. Matt, Matt, where do you vote? I think he turns too. Okay. So go. Henry's Matt. a born rat is what I'm hearing. I think he's against the wall. He's got no money. He's living hey. a serious time. and he's. Hang on, hang on. That's going to be in a future minute when Henry gets confronted with being a rat. All right. I see what you're getting at. Well, <laughs> still, we're talking about it. But. Yeah. Anything else for this minute? I want to just, like, as they end this minute and we pull out and, and like, we're seeing them just sort of chat. We're not really hearing it, so we're just seeing their, their gestures and everything. Their, their acting is great here. The body language. is These are men who have broken up. 
like all of the affection between them is gone and you can kind of you can see it sort of between them like they're just making chit chat and it's very different than everything else we've seen in this movie from them it's really well done i liked it and we get the zoom out that we talked about already but this is the the dolly zoom out yeah a nice bookend to the scene it is and it's a nice bookend to my week on goodfellas minute (laughs) <laughs> good fellas minute the fuck count quickly before we wrap up is zero for the day one for the week and 306 for the film so far all right it's a nice cushion it's a rather genteel week yeah <laughs> genteel old southern gentleman <laughs> i thought it was a stabile week <laughs> no that's a lot more cursing Oh, all right. Well, it sounds like we're wrapping up, but we still yes. have work to do, right? Yes, we do. That is, uh, of course, going to do it for all the content here in minute 135. But before we go, we have to give out a couple of mop names, obviously. And how do, you, how do we get those? How do you get to be part of this? Well, you go to uh, goodfellasminute.com slash support where you would find a link to Amazon, but you would also find a link to Patreon or more directly, patreon.com slash GFM. Uh, and if you contribute at a certain level of uh, at five bucks a month or more, we will bestow you with a mob name, and we got a couple of new members to uh, put into the books tonight. And so let's get started because this is super fun. First up, Andrew Marshall. One thing I want to mention before we start is that, strangely enough, both of these guys gave us information about them to help with the mob nicknames. Oh. And oddly, they both did it. I don't wow. want it. That has not gone well in the past. Do you want to know where Andrew's from? All right, let's hear. Where's Andrew from? Sea Caucus. Andrew the Jab. Oh, oh. <laughs> and that's okay because he's just making a joke to an earlier one. <laughs> All right, so he's from Secaucus. Yes. There you go. That that he, doesn't work with his name though. Andrew Secaucus. That doesn't do good. Right. Weeds. Yeah, weeds. Andrew the weeds. Andrew, Andrew weeds. weeds. Andrew weeds. Yes. Weeds Marshall. Yep. Weeds. Andrew weeds. All right. Unanimous. Andrew weeds Marshall. But. The Mafia name generator on the internet disagrees. Yes. According to the Mafia name generator, Andrew would be Cosimo Rubberface, which I feel like we... <laughs> I Jesus, feel like we, that's a Dick Tracy character. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's a dupe, too. I feel like we've gotten Cosimo yeah. Rubberface. Cosimo so Rubberface is... All right. Sometimes on. the name generator is good. Sometimes not so much. I, li- I like how you point out that it doesn't agree, because what an amazing coincidence it would be if it did. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> honestly, we've got, we've got, what, two more weeks of the show? I'm hoping yeah. it happens sooner or later. Well, Cosimo Rubberface was down my list. It wasn't on the top. <laughs> <laughs> the next one up is Ken Moss. And Connor, what did he provide for us in terms of information? He is a middle school history teacher and a DJ. <laughs> Neither of those things are going to help in this effort. Everyone's uh, a DJ. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, DJ, there's not... That's a opposite nicknaming thing. Stratum. Okay. All right, well, Ken Moss. But he's a, you said he's a teacher, huh? Yeah. The professor? The professor? Professor, professor big, Moss. Big nose. <laughs> <laughs> Specs. Specs. Uh, Specs Moss. Books. I kind of like Specs Moss. Specs. Kenny Specs. Kenny Specs. Kenny, Kenny Specs is good. Hey, Kenny it's Kenny Specs. Kenny Specs is here. There we go. Kenny, Kenny Specs. And he gets Kenny some Specs. De Niro glasses for him. Kenny Specs. Yeah. Kenny Specs. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, the Mafia name generator also disagrees. Ken Moss would be known as Busted Kneecaps Tony. Jeez. So, there you go. <laughs> Not of a course, good week. But- 
Not a good week for the Mafia nickname generator. Has it been a good good run at all for the Mafia nickname generator? Yeah, what's going on at home, Mafia name generator? Everything okay? <laughs> I feel like early on it gave us a lot of promise. Yep. And then it just started repeating itself over and over again. Not unlike Robert De Niro, star of the film <laughs> Goodfellas. <laughs> I can't do it. Can't do it. I just can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't be done. I won't do it. Can't do it. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna miss that most of all. <laughs> I'll do it. Just kidding. I can't do it. <laughs> Damn it! Thought I had him. <laughs> so uh, that is gonna do it for 135. And come back on Monday for minute 136 because two hours plus into this movie, we're not done. Uh, until then, you can check us out on Twitter at GoodfellasMin and on Instagram and Facebook at GoodfellasMin. And you can find all our episodes over at GoodfellasMinute.com. Are you going to do that, Matt? Find all your minutes over at GoodfellasMinute.com? Yeah, can you do that? I already have. Oh, you're supposed to. Oh, worst info. Oh. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's, it's fine. You... I just did some De Niro style improv. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that couldn't have been a clearer setup. That couldn't have been clear. You set that up so easy for me. I just and I'm left wondering what did I do wrong? Uh, uh, can I do improv? I can't do it. I can't do improv. I can't do it. <laughs> you can email us at contactingfellowsminute.com. If you like podcasts, you like comic books, you can go over to ifanboy.com. You can listen to our weekly podcast on comic books. And, of course, make sure to check out StarWarsMinute.com, where they set this format up, and we we stole it. And then we also stole Matt, uh, who was on their show also, and does a hell of an Irvin Kirshner. Matt, do you have anything else to give us for the week? Uh, just check out my new podcast, I Can't Do It, and it just doesn't even get exist or get posted. You can't. can't. You literally can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Goodbye. Or will I go from rags to return? My fate is up.